You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Nathan McIntosh here talking to you about some things that we're going to get into in here in a minute. Um, with me here is the beautiful, talented John Fadigay. Thank you so much. Which is John Tired in French. <laughs> Anybody who speaks French knows that Fadigay means tired. Um, I don't know if the man's actually... Are you tired? You all right? No, I mean, I'm, I'm drinking tea right now, so... Green tea. We we, we've, we have kind of come up with a little thing here. We're going to drink green tea um, and talk to each other, you no, know? I'm cut that out later, actually. The we'll, green tea we'll, talking? We'll, we'll edit that out. Oh, God. <laughs> so just have it be me say that. <clears throat> we'll and then say coffee. Else. Yeah. Um, quickly, I suppose I might as well say a little bit about, uh, okay, who, who we are as human beings. I think that's a good idea. Um, I'm a comedian. Originally from Halifax, Nova Scotia, which is in Canada, for people who have zero idea. A lot of people think it's like Narnia. It's not It's not that far away. Um, I've been living in New York for a couple years now, and uh, people have been telling me for a while to start doing a podcast. I write a lot of things that people read, and they're like, hey, man, this would be funnier if you just said it. So... Um, here you have a way are. of saying things. I think that's what it is. <clears throat> I got a yeah. I got a way of saying things um, that uh, I guess should be heard instead of it's an energy, instead of written down. Hopefully, you can get uh, my energy. Um, oh, that must be blowing your face off because I keep clicking through these. Fine. Um, so yeah, I get it. I mean, here's a, a little bit more. But I get accused sometimes of being too angry. Do you think I'm too angry? No, no. I think you're perfectly angry. That's hilarious. I, I would love to have that as a T-shirt. Perfectly <laughs> angry. Because I've seen this somebody today. Anger is the only emotion that people don't respect at all. It's the only one that people are like, hey, man, can you stop doing that? If you're crying, people are going to let you cry. They're going to let that out, dude. You got to let that sadness out. If you're angry, they're just like, hey, man, stop. Don't don't be angry. Just stop looking at that. You That's know? true, yeah. Um, then it gets bottled up, and then it's unhealthy. Yeah, it gets bottled up, and then you, 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 I don't know what you do. You start yelling at women. You start kicking kids. I don't know what it is that you end up yeah. doing. You know what I mean? Um, but I have been trying to get, like, uh, a little less. I've been trying to be more appreciative of things. You know, like today, one train wasn't running from Times Square, so that leaves me no way to get up here. Um, could be angry about that. I could just walk around the city screaming. But I was like, this is great. This gives me the opportunity to walk through Times Square, which is a gorgeous place that's it man that's what they say the only thing you can control is how you react to stuff yes so i was trying to be like because I, I swear to god man four months ago i would have been like this is the worst now i gotta walk past these idiots taking pictures of garbage cans just because they say new york on the side of them <laughs> walk past some dude from idaho who's only gonna stay from like 40th to 44th and he's gonna be like i've been to new york bro you sat in so times true. square and you bought a fucking morning bun from starbucks for $75, too. Those, <laughs> those diners, I love that they try to charge you a ton of money because it's like, oh, look, James Gandolfini was here. I'm like, I highly doubt James Gandolfini sat here and paid $17 for eggs listening to a mother <laughs> scream at her child. There's no way he did that. Um, either way, I'm trying to be more appreciative of things. Good, good, uh, good. One thing is the walking through the earth. Um, <clears throat> so, um, as far as being angry about things, here's usually, I, I get angry about w random things. Like, um, okay, here's a, one thing I want to talk about today 
with uh, Sir John Tired. Do you mind if I call you John Tired? No, why don't I tell him about me, too? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> please do. Please. Uh, uh, so um, I'm John Fatigate. Uh, John Sir Tired. Um, I'm one of the co-creators of Stand Up New York Labs, which is our uh, it's our podcast network. It's our, our content uh, creation network. Um, we're doing some cool stuff. I'm really excited. We're working with awesome people. We're making podcasts. We're making uh, animated series. We're making web series. We're making stuff we could sell to networks eventually. You so. guys are making animated series? Yeah, we're doing our first one right now with Sam Morell and Joe Mackey. Oh, that's amazing. It's great. Yeah, that's great. So we want to make more of those. Yeah. I'm, I'd love to work with you on one of those, too. Yeah, let's shut this whole fucking podcast Fuck thing podcast down, man. podcast is I, over. Yeah, I got cartoons. <laughs> I got drawings. Um, that's hilarious. I actually do have ideas that I will talk to you about at a later date. I'm at, this podcast you just turns into a folks. pitch meeting now, <laughs> me talking to you about cartoons. Um Cool, yeah. So you, yeah, you work at. Oh, so I guess. But I'm at, a huge comedy fan, and I love, I love these comics. Nate McIntosh is one of my favorite comics, so I'm really excited to to have him here and be working with him. I appreciate you, man, and that's another thing I'm trying to be more appreciative as well, you know, because six years ago I sat downstairs and watched a show here, was lied to by a dude on the street who told me Chris Rock was going to be here. <laughs> uh, that guy wasn't here, and then I went to the pizza place that used to exist at the Great corner. Great pizza place. Yeah, I walked in and I was like, "Hey, man, can I get a slice of pizza?" That guy goes to get it. There's a picture on the wall of that guy with Chris Rock. It's like, God damn it. And then I walk down to 42nd. But um, I think it's amazing that I'm here this, you know, these years later above the club, performing the club, above the club, talking to you inside the club on this podcast. This That's is crazy. Cra- it's funny how things happen. Uh, yeah. In another six years, we'll both be in a uh, Denny's parking lot wondering how it all went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Each having a gun to each other's head being like, you pull it. Um, so, yes, you're, this this thing uh, kind of made... Okay, so here's usually what happens with me, guys. I see things that make me not violently angry. They, they make me angry inside my chest. And uh, usually I keep uh, my girlfriend up. Or my roommate. I, I talk to people about these things for hours and hours. Um, <laughs> like one of those things was the Dark Knight uh, Rises trailers. I, I, it made me so angry. I'm like, if you don't know the Dark Knight Rises is coming out, don't you don't deserve to fucking see it. You know what I mean? <laughs> the rest of us know we don't need to see these goddamn trailers. Anyways, four hours. One night kept my girlfriend up till three in the morning bitching about these fucking... <laughs> it's insanity. But, um, How does she do it, man? <laughs> she's <laughs> how does she do it she's the most one of the most patient human beings on the planet and she kind of likes it when i just fucking go when i'm not talking she's like what's what's wrong like i can't always be bitching about things this week uh something that is maybe angry is uh sir alec ba- i'm knighting him by the way sir alec baldwin wrote a very long article saying uh he's done he's done with the public life he is getting out. He is tired of people harassing him. He's tired of uh, celeb- not celebrities, paparazzi following him around, taking pictures of his kids, trying to see if uh, you know his, his teeth marks match this of a Danish that he <laughs> may or may not have just thrown out. So he's done. Um, what's what's kind of made me upset about this is that um, people are really coming down on Sir Alec Baldwin. They are... They are saying he's a, like, I mean, some of the comments underneath and people I've talked to, they're like, he's a piece of garbage. He hates gay people. (sighs) Any, any number of things. Um, I think people want to hate him. People definitely. They're looking for reasons to hate him. Oh, yeah. And people definitely want to hate this man. Uh, And I, it's, 
He's not giving you anything in the movies or TV shows because he's magical. Can we use that word? Yeah. He's amazing. He's great, man. He's been doing great stuff for a long time. 30 Rock, the guy's great. Um, uh, what's that? Uh, do you ever see The Edge? Him and Anthony Hopkins where they fight a bear? No. Amazing movie. Amazing. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Alec Baldwin's actual career, there's nothing you can <laughs> say about like it. Sounds like a great movie, though. Dude. Yes. <laughs> see, it sounds like I just made it up. Anthony yeah. Hopkins, Alec Baldwin, fight a grizzly bear. But that's a real movie. <laughs> thing came out in like 98. And it's like, it's like The Grey, but with... Sir Alec Baldwin. I've knighted him. He's going to be, he's a knight. Um, one thing I think about this is that, you know, uh, it, I think this is going to be a trend, man. I think a lot of celebrities are going to start going, look at the Alec Baldwin model. I'm getting out of this fucking thing. You know yeah. what I mean? There's yeah. only so long that somebody can keep leaving their house, having pictures taken of them, and, uh, and, and want, want to go through with that. You know what I mean? We talked about this a little bit last time, about this idea of um, people think when you become like you know a public figure, you're giving up your right to privacy completely. And, and that's really what's happened to him in so many ways, you know? Yeah, and he's like, I, I want a little bit of this back. Any pushback that you get, they're going to come after you even harder then. Of course, because they're definitely they're trying to make it so that you completely freak out. Mm -hmm. And this man, he, you know, he's a, he's a little bit of a volatile man. Yeah. He has freaked out a cameraman, but... Ah, that's why they keep pushing him, I think, too, because he's done it before. So they're like, fuck it, man. If we keep if we keep right in his face, he's going to snap. I know a lot of people like him. He's like a guy's guy. He's like a he's a dude, you know, yeah. he's a real man. And, and, and I mean, look, I'm not going to stick up for like you calling someone a faggot if that's what you did. Whatever, though. You know, he's angry. He's pissed off. He has a right to be pissed off. Things come out of your mouth. It doesn't mean that's that's who you are necessarily. When you're angry, shit comes out of your mouth sometimes. You can't even control it. Oh, dude. If we were going to start throwing away the key on everybody who's ever called somebody a cocksucking fag, do you, do you know the list of keys <laughs> that are being thrown away? There's like, I don't exaggerate. What, what would there be? 20 people walking the earth now? Oh, my God. I almost wish he wouldn't, because in the article he does say that he didn't say. I almost wish he would have just said, you know what? I did say faggot, and I don't mean it. Because you're gay or anything. Yes. I, I was just so angry that shit's coming out of my mouth. Well, that's the thing. He's saying he's saying that you couldn't tell if he said faggot or not. So mm -hmm. he's like, I didn't say it. They're just saying I did. Which, I mean, uh, whatever. Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. But, well, we can all say this. At some point in Alec, Sir Alec Baldwin's life, he has said the word faggot. Does mm -hmm. that make him an awful human being? No. Absolutely not. Does that mean we should kick him into the fucking earth? Okay. The people that have said cocksucking fag man i mean it, 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 again it doesn't have anything to do with being in a lot of weird ways it doesn't have anything to do with being gay when people are angry doesn't. they just say things you they know just say things if you guys listening at home if you've ever heard of kurt metzger he's a great comedian uh actually on our network but he has a he has a great view on this word because people compare it a lot to the n-word he says it's not like the n-word Every man on this planet has been called a faggot while yep. being punched in the face at one point it's uh -huh. all of our word yes and it's also one of those things I was saying to to um, if you anybody who's under the age of forty has said it. Anybody who's under the age of thirty and grew up in the nineties has 
said it. Anybody who's under the age of 20, that doesn't make it right by any means. But it is one of the, my nanny actually has, my nanny is actually, uh, my, my great-grandmother, by the way. I know there's some people that think nanny, uh, and then they think that, like, I'm some kind of fucking. No, that's that's fine. Billionaire. She's 96. <laughs> She's my great-grandmother. She has a picture in her, in her house of a woman picking up sticks. And it says, uh, a small girl gathering faggots. <laughs> because I guess at some point in time, sticks or a bundle of sticks was called. That's what it was. So lock my nanny up. <laughs> Throw her down the <laughs> stairs that she struggles down every single day and just beat her to death. Um, yeah, the fact that if you if you call somebody. Call, and also the thing that makes me upset about this is that, that people are like, I can't believe he called somebody a cocksucking faggot. Every, we got to stop pretending he's the only one. The people on TV that are like, this is wrong, this is terrible. Come on, dude. You've said it as well. Anderson Cooper, I'm sure. (laughs) I'm sure he has. I think the important thing to think about is context. Like, it's one thing if Alec Baldwin is at a party and and says to somebody, look at that cock-sucking faggot over there. Yep. But it's another thing when he's chasing after some guy who just like, you know, tripped his wife. Yes. Or whatever happened, you know, and screaming that in anger. Yes. Those are two completely different things. Those are two 100% different things. And you know what? I I have never heard a straight. This is, uh, I don't know if I can say, I'm going to, I think I can go this far because I'm trying to think, uh, I'm trying to think back and I don't think it's, I don't think I've ever heard a, most of the times I've heard straight men call somebody a faggot, they're not even talking to gay people. Never. It's usually it's usually just another a straight man, and they're screaming at that guy. And I get why the word is offensive. I get its place. I get why other people would take it offensive. But, again, when people are just screaming angry things, you yeah. know what I mean? It happens. I choose not to say the word. Me but, too. But Used to love the word. I'm not going to lie. I thought it was a great word. Well, when we were kids, it was, you know... Yes. It was a word. Well, I, I didn't even say that. I used to say it in job interviews. You know? <laughs> What's up, faggots? Never got any of those jobs. <laughs> you faggots looking for a photocopier? And then, please leave. Could you please leave? Um, but no, you're right. When we were kids, it was just one of those things that got tossed around, and it's a mm-hmm. great like it's a great little like soundbite type thing. I know. We need these... I'm not going to say we need these words, but like it's so much fun when you're a guy to be able to like really make fun of your friends back and forth and, and, and to have... A real arsenal of insults to use. Um, We're losing those very quickly. I'm, I guarantee, because I know uh, some gay people that do do it. There's gay men that call other gay men faggots, mm-hmm. and it's not, and it's not out of some kind of hatred. It's not, women call women bitches. You know what I mean? Out of like endearment or some. I've just heard like women go like, "Come on, sluts, we're leaving." Oh. When men do it, it, when a straight man does it, it's the worst kind of thing in the universe. And I, I do completely understand why. Like, please do not think I'm some kind of monster. Not you at know? all. But um, that was actually something I wanted to find. People should be judged by their actions. That's what I feel. Yeah, again, if, if Alec Baldwin was on the street karate kicking gay people, yes. burning the flag, lock, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Get him off the streets. He's a complete animal. Same as uh, in that article. He's talking about how... Um, um, they called he called a guy a toxic little queen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I mean gonna... that. Come on, how how is that one? I, fine, the other ones I get, but like toxic little queen. He That's said Anderson thing. Cooper bashed him for that. Queen, I don't know how Queen has just become gay. It, I, I, it, there's a Queen Elizabeth. Like if you say Queen Elizabeth, are you saying gay Elizabeth? Do you know what I mean? Are you allowed to? And again, can can some can some things just be said out of um? 
you know, some kind of anger? Can we, can we, can we get these people to not? Uh, did what? What did Anderson Cooper say about that? I don't. I don't think he actually quoted Anderson Cooper. He just mentioned in the article that Anderson Cooper attacked him for saying that. Oh yeah, in the Came article, yeah. Him, yeah. I mean, well, let's let's go through a little bit of this. You know, I mean, um, so he's um, okay. So those are the things he's talked about. Um, how he's bailing. What is this? Um, so he called up. Yeah, he called up a. Th- uh, what is this? Uh, answered phone. Call. Where does it say? What is it I'm looking for? See, I don't even know it's offensive anymore because, all right, so it starts off with him. He goes to Hawaii. Yes. Because he's shooting some movie out there. And in the, in the process of going out there, he contacts some LGBT. Gay rights group, yep. Gay rights group to say, hey, I want to come by and just sit down and talk. Yes. And they don't believe it, but whatever. But then at some point, let me just quote this really quick. Which part? Q, uh, scroll down just a little tiny bit. Um. Yeah, here. Because I don't even know what's offensive anymore. One young man, an F to M tranny, said. <laughs> so that's, yes. So we call someone an F to M tranny. I thought you can't call them trannies anymore. I thought that's offensive. You can't offensive. call them trannies, no. So that, you know what, so when I was reading this. You don't even know what to say. 100%. He obviously you, just doesn't know what, what, what he should be saying. When you're reading, he's, yes. You know why? Because, okay, when I was reading this, I was like, ah, oh, God, he called somebody a tranny. Like, I know tranny's bad. You know what, though? Tranny was not bad publicly until like two years ago. Am I wrong? I, I have no idea. I just found out that it was bad exactly. recently. I remember three years ago that was, and I again, I get it now, but when three years ago people were just like, oh man, trannies. It yeah. was never said in a, it was just kind of what the, the label was. Yeah, it was a shortening of the word. Until, until I swear to God, two years ago, I, I remember hearing somebody be like, you can't say that. And I was like, oh, I, I, I thought, I thought that was a, I think it's weird that you can't really, like people, gay people want to be called queer sometimes. I don't yeah. know why, and I get it, but. Queer sounds like the harsher word. Yeah, to me. it means like odd and and, and yeah, weird. Yeah, queer sounds like the the harshest way to say somebody's gay. Yeah. Um. But that's weird. This like shortening, like because I, I guess trans transsexual transgender. Yeah. 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 I but guess you could call both them training. Same thing with like, is homosexual offensive now? Because uh, if you call if you shorten that to homo, then that's offensive. Homo's bad. Homo's but homosexual bad. is fine. Homosexual is fine, but it doesn't sound good. So if you come up with a, like a slang way of saying a word that already exists, that's uh-huh. now bad. That was also uh, a couple job interviews. What up, you homo tranny fags? <laughs> Anybody need a photocopier? I went for a like lesbian. photocopying jobs. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you t- like lesbian is fine, right? Lesbian, but I believe, is fine. Lesy, like Ollie G or someone would say, then that's bad, right? That's bad to people. I, yes. So it's the shortening. I, it's. T- it also depends on who you're talking to, honestly, <laughs> so because confused. some me too. I uh, people some people would be offended by you saying anything, and other people would be would not be offended by it. You know what I mean? If you yeah. called, if you called somebody a lesbian, they could even take that offense. Like, really? Well, how would you? And you're like, well, what what's it? It depends on people. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Because they could easily say, "I'm not a lesbian. I'm a woman." And you go, "Okay, okay sure, yes." Yeah. All right. Um, I will say though, tranny. When I read it, I was like, "Come on, Baldwin." <laughs> he just doesn't know the rules. You're That's going, the problem. Yes. Well, I mean, he's been locked in his house for years. <laughs> Someone needs to give him like a PC like dictionary or something. Hey, Baldwin, <laughs> you can't say tranny. You can't say this. Um, yeah, man, the guy. The guy's been locked inside of his house, too scared to come out. So people will take pictures of him. Um, it's the most awkward sentence too. It's like one young man, an F to M tranny. Said. Yeah, a forward to metral card tranny. <laughs> Uh, a a ferocious to malicious tranny, female ferocious to male to man eating tranny. <laughs> full, full, um, but either way, yes, he he 
He said tranny, which I do find uh, offensive. But I can say that two years ago I would not have because I, I guess we just didn't know and it yeah. wasn't at the forefront of um, things. So, yes, he talks about how – first of all, if you haven't read the article, I mean, go to vulture.com slash Alec Baldwin talks for an hour. Um, <laughs> this is a very long article. This is Alec Baldwin's war and peace before he bails. And, I mean, I, that's why I think he's serious. You know what I mean? These are his last words before – Fuck it. I know. We were talking about it earlier, and, and it seems like he was just putting anything he could think of in there. There's mm. things that there's 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 parts of the article that are completely irrelevant, it seems. Yes. But he just wanted to state his case because it's the last time he's going to make any public, uh, you know, kind of an interview or, or do anything like that again. Oh, he's never going to talk again. Even if he is out in public, he'll probably just put his hand over his face or yeah. like a bag like uh, Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Who? He talks about in this article. He does, which that was another thing I didn't think. I, I understand because he made a callback to it later uh-huh. on. Maybe that had. I think he just kind of talked about it because he was like, at some point, I think when when Shia LaBeouf was fired from from the the, the play they were doing, yeah. people blamed Alec for being like a dick and he was a diva. And all Why don't you tell him like what, what happened? So let me get down here a little bit. Um, for for so we called. I chased him down. So we called somebody a cocksucking motherfucker. Now, here's the thing. Mothers don't even have cocks. <laughs> so when you call somebody a cock-sucking motherfucker, you're really not saying anything. Unless it's a threesome or something. Sure. <laughs> but, I mean, you know what I mean? Cock-sucking mother. You're mo- fucking a you're mother fucking and, a mother sucking, and, some and sucking her his cock, which is <laughs> pro-gay, right? <laughs> if you're sucking a cock while fucking a mother, you're doing a whole lot of good things. It's more mothers need to be fucked. Yeah. yeah, mothers need to be fucked. They're still humans. And cocks need to be sucked. I mean, these are these are facts of life. Supply and demand. Supply and demand. The cocks are out there. Can you please suck them? <laughs> suck a if you if you got nothing to do, if you got time to lean, you got time to suck a cock. That is a fact of life. Um, so he calls me a cock sucking motherfucker, which I mean, we've all again. Um, I've heard. I've come on. I've but heard, that's very offensive too. Cocksucker, right? Is that offensive to one. women and gay people? I guess so. I yeah. guess so. Again, I mean, uh, I don't, I don't hear it as anything but a swear word. Yeah. But I, you know, I people could take it. Um, yes, people can take it badly. But yeah. like you said, we need those people in this world. <laughs> people suck cocks. What <laughs> people need to suck cocks? Anybody in a relationship in 2014 who's not, if you're a gay man who's not sucking cock, or you're a straight woman who's not sucking cock, you are obsolete <laughs> in the year 2014. You need to go wander the earth alone. There's no, there's no, you can't, you cannot get into a bedroom and be like, I'm not putting a dick in my mouth. There's just no, come, come on, I'll put a dick in my mouth. I don't really care. Um, if you, uh, Nathan McIntosh would like to let you know if you're a man and you need your cock sucked, he will. Suck it. Um, so, yes, he called somebody a cocksucker. Um, and I'm getting down. Where's that play part? Uh, oh, here we go. LaBeouf. Look at this line. Then Shy LaBeouf showed up. <laughs> oh. So, they were in a play. He's coming from movies. It was some Broadway production too, right? It was a pretty big play. Broadway production with Alec Baldwin and Shia LaBeouf, and I mean, I'm not a giant. I'm not a giant fan of a lot of uh, people. I get well. That sounds stupid. I'm not a super Alec Baldwin fan. I'm not a super Shia LaBeouf fan. But if you were gonna go see a Broadway play with both of these men in it, I. I can think. I can guarantee that that would be a good show. Yeah, like that would be a good time. It seems like both of these men care about how they come across in yes. their movies and, and acting and all that stuff. 
But so, they obviously prepare very in very different ways. A hundred percent. So that's that, and that's what they're talking about. Shia LaBeouf apparently goes through his lines a hundred percent. Alec Baldwin, as talented as he is, the wizard that he is, doesn't really learn his lines. No, he just shows up and he's like, "I'm gorgeous. I'm handsome. I've sucked many cocks on the way here <laughs> because I like to give back to the community." And um, here we go. So because he didn't learn his lines, LaBeouf took that as a complete affront. And they had arguments about it. Baldwin tried to quit. The director said no, then fired Shia LaBeouf. Um, it was interesting. Shia LaBeouf didn't just learn his lines, though. He was intense. He would send in videos of him yeah. doing all like way ahead of time. He sent, he sent like wrestling his lines. Yeah, he sent like wrestling promos. Yeah. Let me tell you something, brother. When we get on that stage, man, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be saying these lines, dude. I'm gonna be saying uh, uh, what, what's that? What's the lines from um, uh, Streetcar Named Desire? Uh, what's that? God. Damn. Stella. Stella. I'm gonna be saying Stella, brother. <laughs> Still is going to come down from that train, dude. <laughs> Just, when I get you on 42nd and 2nd, brother, in the in, Winter Garden. Um, he yeah, was he, intense, though. Like, if Alec yeah. Baldwin didn't know a line, he would just be like, I'm fucking skipping the line. I'll just go right out. I'll bulldoze through to my next line. Yeah, so LaBeouf was being a bit of a dick. They're, they're, you know, everybody's allowed to be a dick, yeah. first of all. Um, but anyways, yes, they, he, he was like, if you don't know your lines, I'm just going to say my next line. Fuck you. Um, so Baldwin was like, well, I can't have this. I'm gorgeous, and I don't need to know my lines because I'm amazing. Um, so, here we go. Talks to the director. Director fires Shia LaBeouf. Now, the press, I guess, runs with it and goes, Alec Baldwin's an animal. Yeah. <laughs> he got, uh, he got, um, Well, he claimed it was, like, instead of, he claimed it was, like, it's, it's, I'm leaving. And then the director was like, no, you can't leave. I'm gonna fire him. Because it, yes. it wasn't, like, a fire him thing. Yes. That's what he claims, at least. Yes. So, Shia LaBeouf left. And that started a big thing where it was like, Alec Baldwin will get you fired from movie sets. Yeah. Um, also, I wanted to play this because I feel that this is what Alec Baldwin is saying a lot this week. Uh, Great speech, Oswald. Oh, damn it. Oh. I want to get to that part. My name is not Oswald. Give me this part. Give me the part. It's Penguin. Come on, come on. I am not a human being. <laughs> I am an animal. <laughs> oh, man, that makes me laugh. Okay. Um, anyways, um, I only wanted to play one part of that, and it played the whole thing. Uh, that was a scene from... Uh, Batman Returns, everybody, that I will have way better queued up at some point in time. Um, so anyways, yes, they ran with that and kept saying that uh, Alec Baldwin is a complete bag of garbage. So I think he just kind of brought that up to to say, guys, um, let me let me straighten this out before I uh, – before I, I don't know. He said he, – where is he going to move? He said California? He said Los Angeles. And he's going to live in a so, gated – he's going to live in Jurassic Park is basically – Exactly. Because he said a compound. He's going to live on a compound at a mountain. But it was kind of sad what he was saying about New York, how it's changed, how it's like over for him here, how everything exciting and cool about New York has moved to Brooklyn. Yeah. And uh, how his place is just isn't here anymore. Yeah. And I mean, you can kind of see that from, from uh, I mean, Times Square. I know I was talking about it earlier because it's a cool thing. And I do think it's great to kind of walk through. But it doesn't, it feels like a New, it doesn't really feel like New York. Yeah. It kind of feels like Orlando inside New York. I know. I know. I grew up in around New York. Yeah. Right outside in Yonkers, New York, and I, I've been coming in here since I was a kid, so I've seen it kind of like, especially Times Square. It was a very different place then, but it is much better now. Oh yeah, danger-wise, right? It, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, a better, it's a better place to live. It's more expensive. Oh, New York is a better. I thought you were talking New about York. Times Square. Specifically. Times Square is, is a much better place than it was before. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's better here now. I feel a lot of people think you know it's not as gritty, and that's fine. That's fine. I, I, New York, New York's an amazing place. People, people smile at other people in the street. I, I mean, it's a, it's a great place. But as far as 
when a lot of people come to New York, they're like, oh, it's so expensive. I'm like, dude, where did you go? You yeah. probably stayed in Times Square, which, mm-hmm. yeah, that is the most expensive Applebee's you'll ever fucking eat at in your goddamn <laughs> life. You know what I mean? You're going to get seven pierogies for $21. <laughs> um, and that's the same as if you go to Disney World and you go behind the gate and you want a, a hot dog, how much is a fucking Disney World hot dog? You know, let's take a guess. $8? $8. When you, If you go down the street, two bucks from those little carts? Of course. Um, so, okay, so he, he left this thing. He's just threatening that he's gonna. He's gonna, he, he's not. He hasn't moved out of New York yet. No, he's, he's still here. He's still on the street. You I think can he feel, wants you to can like... feel his energy. <laughs> it's a. It's a. It's a dark cloud over the whole. Uh, over the whole. The whole world. Um, so then, because of that, well, because of the. Okay, so he got fired also as his, from his talk show, or they canceled his talk show because of the gay thing. Mm-hmm. Because he he used the the slur. He, uh, what was that? Cocksucking fag? That was the. No, I, I thought it was when he made the, uh, the, the the queen thing, wasn't it? Or not? It's either one of them. I think neither one. Well, neither one helped. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not like they were like, you called co- somebody a cocksucking fag, you're fired, and they're like, wait a minute, you called somebody a talks little queen, you're rehired. Either both of them hurt him, and they were able to get away with not paying him for throughout his contract because of some kind of a moral and ethical like uh, clause in his contract. Oh, that's great. That's just like the the. The uh, act of God clause with the with insurance. Yeah, I guess. A tree smashed my car. God did it. Really? <laughs> God hates my Toyota Tercel. How does that? How does this have anything to do with God? Um, hear ye, people! I will come down and destroy your automobiles. That was God, by the way. Everybody. Um, you know, I th- maybe the reason he brought this whole MSNBC thing up is because it started with a podcast. Mm-hmm. And a podcast is kind of a thing where everyone leaves you alone. You do whatever you want. It's uncensored. And he, he was reluctant to go to MSNBC. Yes. And then when he did get there, what happens? His 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 producers are spineless and they fire him because of something that could potentially be, you know. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing, too. He really rails on MSNBC. Which oh, I, yeah. He said the problem with everybody on MSNBC is none of them are funny, although that doesn't prevent them from trying to be. <laughs> that's great. That's a great line. Oh, that's a perfect line. Get that on a T-shirt, Sir Baldwin. <laughs> and, I mean, I'm sure people will come at him for that. Like, you can't make fun of people at MSNBC. Fox News is the total opposite. They are not trying to be funny, but they are hysterical. Yeah, they're great. Everybody, both of these things are, but those guys definitely do try to be funny, MSNBC people. Yeah. Um, which is fine. I mean, I try to say the news every once in a while, and it comes out fucking weird. Um, so anyways, he gets fired from the job. He's had, he's had a rough year, okay? Yeah. 2013 was a bad time. I, 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 I like to think, too, that like the people, the people that are running around trying to get pictures of him, they actually look people in the face and try to pretend they've never said cocksucker or anything, you know what I mean? Their job is to try to find, you know, try to get the perfect shot of when a celebrity is taking his socks out of the dryer. They get stuck in traffic. There's no way they're not like, move it, cocksuckers. (laughs) You know what I mean? Kim Kardashian is about to leave her apartment. I need this picture or my kids will not eat next month because I can't continue to feed them blood or whatever else it is. Um, I don't know why those people are heralded as some kind of like, why are they the only people you're not allowed to... Uh, you know what I mean? Once a once a celebrity yells at a cameraman, why do we why do we defend these cameramen so hard? Maybe because we can almost consider them one of us, and it's almost like this elite group. Do you, you know? consider yourself not at all? I would hope that a lot of people would not. I think a lot of people do. There's such wow. a polarizing thing happening right now with this one percent versus ninety nine percent thing, and like you yeah. see it even in this. 
Where it's like this is this is a hardworking you know photographer, and this guy who the fuck does he think he is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's man. no there's no empathy. Almost I what I don't know what a what a would a cameraman be part of the one percent though? No, the ninety nine percent. No, I think it. But I mean, because if you're just a person on the street taking a picture, you're ninety nine percent. You're not getting paid for that goddamn picture. Mm-hmm. But if you're getting paid to take a picture of Sir Alec Baldwin, you're you're kind of winning. You're up there. You're kicking life in the dick. I don't know. I feel like they're more like the regular Joe. So they're Peter Parker. Yeah. And he is Venom, Rhino, uh, <laughs> Morbius. He's any of the. He is any. Okay, so Sir Alec. Morpheus Baldwin. Um, He's the guy that people are jealous of. They 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 wish they were him. Yeah, man, those guys definitely they've definitely said the word cocksucking fact. One years ago when they made their headshots and they sent them out to agents and people were like, no, no, they were like cocksucking fags. <laughs> and then cameras and then they were like, I'll take a picture of the people that I would like to be. Um, so he gets fired from MSNBC. Um. Wait, so he's going on MSNBC. This is where we are. Oh, guys, I got it. Again, this is the Moby Dick of of outs. You know what I mean? This could have been said in a tweet. Alec Baldwin was like, fuck no. I will write the longest thing that's ever happened. He also included some pictures of himself, which I really like. Uh, yeah. This one here, blocking his face with the Monopoly game. <laughs> I don't know if that helps the image. <laughs> a man like, leave me alone. I'm playing Monopoly. <laughs> Every picture is him covering his face. I love Monopoly, though. That's so funny. A game where you're just trying to bankrupt other people. <laughs> Monopoly. Um, okay, so, yes. Emerson Sarm. Okay, so he's talking about producer here as a bag of garbage as well. Says him. Um, okay, really? Oh, so at the end of the day, he gets fired from MSNBC. Look at that fucking picture of him blocking his face. It's <laughs> brutal. Was somebody trying to piss on him here? What is that? Um, you got to bring this thing in. So also, they got mad at him because uh, he wanted to bring in people. Okay, these are the people he kind of wanted to bring in. He wanted to talk about... Good God, I'm so sorry. Where are the people? Do you see their names here? There's a certain people that he wanted to bring in. They're like authors. And, okay, Phil Griffin, the here head we of MSNBC. Go. Okay. This, it was, he wanted to talk about people. Um, Ellen Barkin, Neil Barnard, Bernard? Barnard from PCRM. JFK conspiracy icon Mark Lane. Like that. So those are the people he wanted to talk to. People clearly that are interesting to him. Yeah. Which is what you would oh, do. Oh, on his show on MSNBC. Yeah. yeah. And that's what you would do on a podcast. Phil Griffin was like, what are you talking about? They don't have tits. Yeah. And even if Ellen Barkin does, they're probably gross tits. I don't want to see those tits. Yeah. Phil Griffin was his producer, right? And he, and yes. he was just, he just couldn't, he could, they had, they no, obviously No, Phil Griffin not is the a, head, the head of MSNBC. Okay. MSNBC. Okay. So what's the guy's name? Jonathan Larson was the producer assigned to him. So Jonathan Larson was like, we need, I mean, tits, I'm paraphrasing when I say tits. Yeah. But uh, he's like, we need tits. We need ass. We need Timberlake. Yeah. We need Timberlake's ass. Kardashian's tits. <laughs> and if you can get a man to suck a cock with holding tits, That'd be the greatest. A mother's tits. There's clearly a divide. <laughs> mother's tits. If you can fuck a mother while sucking a cock, my God, Baldwin, you've done it. We, we, we'll double your pay. We'll triple your pay. But there was clearly a divide in vision. Yes, clearly. The producers because, wanted the same old shit, and he wanted yes. to do something different. So Jonathan Larson wanted the, the thing that really sells, and this is why Alec Baldwin is in this predicament, uh, the celebrity doing whatever. So they wanted more celebrities. So they wanted... Um, Timberlake, um, Robert Redford. Robert Redford, I'm going to say they don't want. 
Um, but it says here they want him. Uh, because, um, do you know what I mean? Yeah. The there people were... that want to see Justin Timberlake do not want to see yeah. Robert Redford. There were, I think it was Rob Lowe was the first one that they wanted to do an interview with. Yes. And he was like, why do I want to do an interview with Rob Lowe? I, yes. And they got mad. I like Rob Lowe. Rob yeah. Lowe, a couple years ago, um, he was in Winnipeg, Canada. Uh, Ontario. Fuck it. If you don't know where Winnipeg is, Jesus Christ. Look at a, a map. Um, people that are maybe listening. Um, he was in Winnipeg, and Winnipeg is not a good place. It's just not a good place. He he tweeted uh, something really funny about Winnipeg. Basically, fuck this city. And people from Winnipeg tweeted at him, well, then get out, leave, all that kind of shit. And I was like, Rob Lowe, man, I think you're very funny. That's great. Tweeting about this, <laughs> a city you hate. I think that's funny. Um, anyway, so he wanted to... They were like, why don't you talk to Rob Lowe? Because Rob Lowe was in the building, apparently. Yeah, and he wasn't saying, like, I don't like Rob Lowe. He said, not particularly. Now, when you just read Alec Baldwin saying, okay, do you want to talk to Rob Lowe? Alec Baldwin says, not particularly. When you read that, your your mind's probably going to go to the tone of, not particularly. But he could have just went, not particularly. Yeah. Yeah, but, but keep reading, because then it gets even even more... Int- I mean, And the reason he didn't really want to talk to Rob Lowe is because Rob Lowe is a movie star who has many, many outlets who can talk to people whenever he so chooses. The JFK conspiracy guy? He's not going on fucking Oprah. Yeah. Ellen's not going to have him on and do a little dance. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Have her come out and just, like, clapping and stuff. Like, today's yeah. guest is a man <laughs> who thinks that the JFK thing <laughs> was a conspiracy. The whole, every, all the mothers in the crowd should be like, <gasps> like, nobody's going to watch Nobody, that. that. So I actually gained a lot of respect for, for Baldwin at, at this part of the article. Okay. And he did want to do something different like that and create an, an outlet for these people who didn't have that, you know? Of course, I think that's great. If only the world wanted to see somebody who wants 9-11 for truth bake a quiche, you know what I mean? <laughs> then that guy, then that guy would be on TV all the time. But if you just if you're just a random uh, person in a reality show like, you know, hit me in the face or uh, you know, fucking uh, grocery shoppers, you can be on TV doing anything, wearing it I saw on Wendy Williams uh, a couple weeks ago, they just had Meatloaf on throwing a football into his own mouth. And I was like, holy shit, what is this? Meatloaf, I like you so much. You have so many good songs. Two or three ain't bad. It's gorgeous. It's great throwing song. a football into your own mouth is bad. It's not one of those two or three. Um, but that's what they want to see on TV. Celebrities, quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes, celebrities doing anything if you can get nicole kidman to look at a cookie for 20 minutes on tv by jesus people will watch it it's amazing jfk conspiracy guy not good so i'm with you alec baldwin trying to do a good thing there being an interesting man so anyways um that started with the oh there we go here we go in my okay so then he, james gandolfini's funeral um, oh yeah mm-hmm. his wife at the time had like retweeted something yes and somebody accused him, her of, be, of tweeting from James Gandolfini's funeral. How about this? Uh, Which was not true. Sure. And how about this, cock mangler? Um, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to this guy <laughs> who accused him of this. Uh, she's maybe tweeting at a funeral. How about you taking pictures of people tweeting? Who's in the <laughs> right here? You know what I mean? You're, you're watching somebody at a funeral, um, and they deserve to be there. They're friends of this person. You're in the back being like, look at them tweeting. What are you doing? Well, what are you I, doing? I, I don't think that's even how it happened. I think that they just looked at the timestamp. Who looked at the t- Why would they do that? But what she actually did was she had retweeted someone who had tweeted something during the funeral after the funeral. Okay. 
And they were they were digging for dirt so hard that exactly. they just went and looked at the timestamp to try yes. to get her there. So there's some criminal in in a room somewhere, a, rep- a reporter. I'm putting quotation marks mm-hmm. here. Can you see these, John? I can see them. John Tired, can you see these? <laughs> a reporter sat in a room and was like, "How how can I how can I destroy Paul? Wait a minute. There was a funeral. They were at it. Check the time <laughs> that they were there with the time of their last tweet." <laughs> So that I, the brilliant reporter, quotes, John Tired, can look like a hero for toppling the biggest conspiracy ever. You know what I mean? What a complete criminal that person is. And either way, it turned out he was wrong. She had retweeted something after that had been tweeted during the funeral. Exactly. Jesus Christ. Do you know, it says retweet beside tweets. You know what I mean? You can clearly see when things are retweeted. Perception, man. People want it. They see what they want to see. Criminals. So anyways, he called him um, a toxic little queen. Yeah. Yeah, that was was it. You're right. And you know what, man? Toxic in terms of trying to figure out when... Your wife is is tweeting during a funeral. That's a, that's I'd say that's a toxic thing mm-hmm. to do. There's nothing good about that mm-hmm. mentality. There's nothing good coming from your chest. Um, call the guy toxic, uh, toxic sucking queen, <laughs> toxic little queen, and Anderson Cooper. I like this. The self-appointed Jack Valenti of gay media culture <laughs> suggested I should be vilified. In his words, vilified, vilified. Coming from look. look I don't understand Anderson Cooper. I'm going to say that right now. Yeah. I, I don't know what he wants me or the world to think of him. I mean, at night, he's like, uh, ladies and gentlemen, very serious news. Uh, we just got some terrorists. Uh, we're live. And then in the morning, who wants to see this chihuahua's hair get cut? <laughs> what the fuck does this man want us to believe of him? You know what I mean? I've seen I've seen him on TV with Snooky with a, a vacuum cleaner, and at night, he's, he's talking... Kiev, <laughs> what am I supposed to, what, what, you're giving me mixed signals here, Coop, Coop, 360 Coop, I don't know what the fuck you want me to believe here, you know what I mean, like, if they had that, just, let's just think wrestling terms, Stone Cold Steve Austin walks uh-huh. down the goddamn ramp, he stuns Vince McMahon and then turns around and uh, plants a tree for fucking <laughs> sick kids, which, which one of those do we believe? Is he a bad guy or is he... I just don't know what this man wants from me. I never thought about it like that, but you're right. So he wants he wants um, Alec Baldwin to be vilified. What? That's terrible. That's terrible because vilified is a very vast word. Yes. That could be stoning him in the street. Yes. That could be just standing outside of his house and screaming things at him. That That's a whole list of things. And because he called a guy a, to- a, a toxic little queen. Again... Go to, I bet you right now, go to go to Disney Studios, right? Look at an executive's desk. They have like a script there. And I bet somewhere in there, somebody has written a, a detail for somebody as this this character is a toxic little queen. <laughs> vilify him. Vilify that fucking guy. Right? You know what I mean? I yeah. So and, Anderson Cooper, I mean, come on, bro. I, I don't I don't I don't I mean I don't mean to call you bro. You're not gonna hear this. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't I don't understand you. Well, it's terrible to try to get the entire public. Oh yeah. To, to 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 hate someone. Yes. That's terrible. You know what I don't understand is that like a guy a guy like say Anderson Cooper would would say that we we all have to be nice to people and all that kind of thing, which I I am for. But if if we're all going to be nice to people, you can't vilify. You mm-hmm. can't go on TV in front of millions of people and say this man should be vilified. Vilif- yeah. I bet he didn't even fucking say that about Al-Qaeda I know. when he's covering that shit. You know what I mean? I mean, he never once was like, this terrorist should be vilified. (laughs) 
Who wants to see these brownies get baked? <laughs> I wish I knew the theme song to that uh, morning show or whatever that he had. Pull it up. But Oh, I bet it was Anderson Cooper. Confusing the world. Anderson Cooper. Okay. Morning. Morning. Okay. Let's try one. Morning theme. Ander- oh, flawed Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper. Oh, here we go. Anderson Live is what it was called, and the theme music is right here. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Who wants to test out this weed whacker? <laughs> Today, we have Snooky. <laughs> Jason Statham is going to show us how he got all of the abs on the planet. <laughs> and remember, vilify Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Up next... Bananas! Feed them to your kids! <laughs> okay. Um, oh, that was great. Um, so yes, I don't I don't understand that man. Um, and vilify. Jesus Christ. So anyways. Brutal. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here we go. This is where it gets a little bit... Then this other thing happens with TMZ, says Alec Baldwin, and it becomes a one-two punch. Yeah, yeah, that's left-right for everybody... <laughs> Uh, he apparently, Harry, Harvey Levin, who is the uh, man who you see at the super tanned man on TMZ, super tanned man on TMZ, says to the world on a muffled video that nobody can really make out, apparently, Levin says, Alec Baldwin called somebody a faggot. But there, apparently there's no real image of this. Yeah. I mean, you can't find it, says Baldwin. You can't find it. He says you can't make out the word at all. Can't make out the word at all. But I mean, that could be like, okay, look. What? But does he say what he actually did say? Yeah. <laughs> what did I say right there? What did, what did that paper say? I, I think it said cocksucking faggot. It said cocksucking faggot. You're 100% right. This book hates gay people. Um, but I mean, again, if it's not audible for the entire universe... Like, remember, okay, and I felt bad for him at the time. Remember when Alec Baldwin screamed at his daughter a few years ago? Like, I, in I, a drunken, uh, not drunken rage, but whatever it was. Yes. He really it, lost it on his daughter, um, and the world, again, hated him for that. I mean, I, I don't think I'm, I come from a, a, a place unlike other people when I say that my mom has said some terrible shit to me oh at certain points God, in time, man. and I don't hold it against her. No. I don't think I get it. You can't just take one thing from this guy and go like, you can't do that to your... People get angry. My father has called me a cocksucking faggot so many times. He's <laughs> a great guy. We get along great now. John, tired, you cocksucking faggot. Get down here now. And fuck your mother. <laughs> she, she We're going to prove. We're going to prove. Um, anyway, so apparently that video doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> now here's Alec Baldwin as a ghost on the street. Look at <laughs> He's just covered in a white sheet Will walking down I Broadway. Will I be in 30 Rock? <laughs> uh, what's that line in um, uh, ABC? Always be covering yourself with a sheet. I like the woman in the background. That's like, what the fuck? Yeah, what the like fuck a, is that sheet? It's like a lady on a rascal just standing Yeah, just, what the fuck? Is that a towel? That's great. I love these two people. This is how great New York is. These two people walked by a maniac in a blanket, and they're just like, whatever, man. I got to I gotta get to Starbucks or wherever the hell I'm going. That's so true. Um, either way. Okay, so apparently Harvey Levin just said uh, that he said the word faggot when he might not have. Um... And then MSNBC told him not to worry about it. 
Um, they said, I have to suspend you for now, but this will all blow over. He said he has the emails to prove it. And then, out of nowhere, MSNBC said, you're fired. I'm assuming they fire people the same way that Vince McMahon does. <laughs> I've talked about wrestling many times. One day, we'll do a whole goddamn podcast about it. Um, I like wrestling. Um, and then, apparently, former M- M- MSNBC employees emailed Alec and told him, they're going to try to bury you. Look out. And... Um, and then they kept, um, you know, putting out uh, things about him and trying to um, and trying to sully the man's name. Well, they're tra- probably trying to cover their asses because they're afraid of, you know, he was on their network. Yes. So they're going to try to disown him as, as as much as they can, disassociate themselves to say this guy is awful. We recognize that immediately and got rid of him, and we're going to try to bury him now to save our own asses. And again, I highly doubt that anybody working at MSNBC has never said the word faggot. Yeah. I, 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 They're I, union guys. Of course they do. <laughs> <laughs> Some guy moving a couch, drops it, and goes, God, faggots! And I mean, again, is that a... I, I'm, I'm not saying it needs to be said. I, clear, I don't say the word. I'm telling you right now. Um, but... I don't either. Um, you know what? Quick, quick story. Um, I was one. I was doing a show in Edmonton at a college, like said, like four or five years ago. I had this joke about how I don't like uh, UFC because of the dudes that watch it. They just like that's apparently how you become a man, you know. And the joke was basically that these tough guys are like, oh, you don't like seeing somebody get kicked in the face? What are you, a faggot? Something like that, right? Mm-hmm. I said that uh, because that's how those guys talked. So I'm just trying to sound like them. I came off stage and uh, my friend who was on the show with me, he goes, yo, that group of gay people over there really hates you. And I look over, and it's like 15 gay guys um, who completely stopped paying attention after I said that and didn't want to, you know. So I went, okay, and I went over and talked to them. Um, So I went over, and I go, hey, guys, um, like, I heard you guys are, like, upset with me. Like, what's up? And at first they were, like, weird. You could tell that they didn't think I would come over. Um, And they were like, well, you're gay bashing. And I go, no, I'm not. I go, here's exactly what, what I said. Why I said it? I'm like these, these. This is how these people talk. I'm clearly saying they're dumb. This is what I'm. You know what I mean? And they, and then they just said, they go, why don't you talk about gay people that like UFC? And I'm like, well, now you're not even. I don't think you understood what I was talking about. You know? <laughs> but basically, it was they heard the word shut down mm-hmm. completely and made their judgments on me. Yeah. Which, which I believe has also happened in some of these situations. Yeah. The man says faggot. You know. He's uh, let's 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 bury him in that goddamn sheet. He's walking down the street. Yeah, you know it's another thing that's interesting is if someone has like an alcohol problem or a drug addiction, they get immediately you know forgiven for a lot of things. Yeah. If you have an anger issue, mm-hmm. which he clearly does. Look, I have a temper. I mm-hmm. I can be like I'm mostly just mellow all the time. But when I get very upset, I like I almost black out. Yeah. And look, I don't scream faggot, but nope. I do scream all kinds of stuff. And I could see if you have a real anger issue and you lose it like that, you can't even control what comes out of your mouth in a lot of ways. But no one's going to say, oh, he's got an anger issue. He's got to work on that. Instead, it's just vilify the guy. And that's why I say that anger is not respected at all because everything yeah. else, too. Again, that's what I'm saying. Uh, Anderson Cooper would be like, you know, we all have to appreciate each other and respect each other. Ellen says it all the time. But then when somebody's angry, you just like write them off. Why not help that person? Yeah. Why, not, why not try to see it a little bit from where they're coming mm-hmm. from? Again, if everybody... The, the, the cameraman's job is to basically be a little brother. They walk around behind you constantly bothering you, annoying you, trying to get you to turn around, trying to get you to do certain things. What happens to little brothers sometimes, John Fatty Gay? They get their ass kicked. They get knocked the <laughs> fuck out, man. Little brothers all over the place get rocked yes. in the face. <laughs> Here I am. Rock you like a little brother. <laughs> 
know. So it's weird to think that like like okay, one time when I was a kid, right? Uh, me and my little brother, I was like five, he was like three. We're sitting in a uh, parking lot. My mom had just gone into the library, and I had a dinky car. Remember dinky cars used to be like bricks? Dinky cars. Dink, is, did they not say that here? It'd what be like a Hot Wheels. Oh, yeah, 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 Hot Wheels. Okay, Canada, we say dinky car. No, I never heard it. Um, I'm from Canada, everybody. <laughs> um, dinky car. Anyway, you remember how they used to be like heavy die cast oh, yeah. metal? Oh, so yeah. So it's like, I shouldn't even be having it. Like, it's it's like basically a mug. They were great. With wheels. Yeah. Anyways, my brother's in the back seat, and he kept calling me a bum. And I was like, I go, don't call me a bum. And he goes, you're a bum. And I tell, I, I'm holding the car, and I go, don't call me a bum. I'm going to throw this car at you. And he looks around. He looks out both windows, and he's like, you're a bum. Turned around, whipped this dinky car at his face. <laughs> his, his head exploded, okay? His head, blood everywhere. I had to run in and tell my mom. I was like, oh, my God, Alex, his, his face just exploded. There's been an accident. I, that's exactly what I said. The car. I told her. I told her that he fell down in the van and hit his head on the door. Um, but And I feel terrible about that now. Um, but I was five, and a man. Everybody's kept, got one of those. Of course, man. I was five years old, and a man, a little brother, kept poking me. It's the mm-hmm. exact. I was Alec Baldwin. He was a cameraman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> great, great analogy. Thank you. Um, so, if you don't understand that at home, if you on. don't understand that at home, you're probably a cameraman. You are the little brother. You're the little brother. Um, all right. In uh, let's try to. So basically, basically at the end of the day here. This man is trying. He wants out. Mm-hmm. He wants out, and I feel, I, I I understand it. I I I I get it. I feel that it's a lot of our fault that people can't always yeah. want to know what's going on. We always want the most. We not not everybody, but most of the world wants negative things about people. Yeah. That's why in the front of like um things, it's like worst dressed. I love when they'll just show a person, like a, a, a different couple pictures of thighs, and they're like, "You'll never guess whose thighs oh these my God. are," or their feet. Yeah, and oh. they're just, and then they'll show you a picture of like Jennifer Anderson on a beach, and it's like, "Look how fat she got." Who wrote this? Who wrote this? Probably some piece of shit, cocksucking <laughs> motherfucker who thinks that her thighs are too fat for the world. It, it, it I, I get where he's coming from. He's gonna go yeah. live in Jurassic Park. Um, this I l- thought this was an interesting um, line. Could you go back to that for one second, though? Oh yeah, because it, it plays into what you were, you were saying. Um, Which line? He says, "In the new media culture, anything good you do is tossed in a pit, mm-hmm. and you are measured by who you are on your worst day." Yes, and I think that is actually very true. Hundred percent true. Saying this to somebody yesterday, if you if Muhammad Ali right now kicked a dog, and he died two weeks from now, people would be like, "He's that dog kicker." Yeah. Muhammad Ali has done so much. Yeah. So much. You know what I mean? And people just go, yeah, that guy kicked a dog. Fuck him. Yeah. There's a special place in hell for the greatest of all time. Like, everybody has done bad, man. You can't just vilify these people. And these people, there's cameras in them all the time, so you will capture them. Look. And that's exactly, yes, that's exactly what it is. We all do bad. When you're watching somebody all the time, that's Mm -hmm. exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't judge that person for that. Do you know how much... If you if you looked at everybody all the time, we're all getting fired mm-hmm. from our jobs. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you you you. Nobody sits in a parked car in traffic and is like, ah, oh, fudge. These yeah. these you. Everybody says some shit every day. Not maybe not every day, but everybody says some shit in private. Whatever that yes. you don't want the, the Can what you, you Google, if you bro. Hear what people say in their car when they're by oh, themselves. Oh come on! I actually have a theory on this because people. Um, people will 
when they're really, really upset and they're so angry, they will think of the worst thing that they can yell out. Oh yeah, because it's almost like cathartic. Of course, you may not, you may not be an ounce racist, and I've heard people in privately scream the n-word because they are so fucking pissed and that doesn't excuse it i'm no, just saying yeah. the reason that they're doing it isn't to be like fuck black people yeah they're just trying to think of the worst thing that can come out of their mouth and and again everybody every not everybody says like yeah it doesn't have to be racist or whatever but everybody says things that they don't want the world to hear yes a hundred percent a hundred percent so and if we we'd all we'd all get fired yeah so everybody out there well think about it like what feels better to scream you know rats or to scream fuck of course fuck because it, well, it, it's a worse word yeah so it's it's a higher cathartic release yeah it's a, it's associated with anger mm-hmm. so it gets uh you know it, rats is not rats is like in, in dubious or whatever yeah um all right well you know i think um let's start let's, let's, let's start wrapping this up here okay we've done a lot of talk on this i wanted to start talking about sam worthington because he punched a cameraman who kicked his wife in the shins. And I mean, I don't use the word hero a lot. <laughs> but I mean, Sam Worthington this week at the Oscars should win an Academy Award for punching a cameraman who kicked his wife in the shins. Um, either way. This is... Um, okay, you guys. Alec Baldwin is gone. He's going to live in a compound. This will be the theme song that plays now when you go to his house. You're going to buzz his door. <laughs> He's going to be living there. Um, what was the doctor's name? Malcolm. Dr. Hammond. Dr. Hammond is He was the guy be, that ra- um, ran the park. Welcome to Baldwin Park. <laughs> um, I don't know what else. I, maybe they'll have like other movie stars in cages. Like they'll have like a tour, right? And it, instead of like, look at the Dilophosaurus, it's like, look at uh, look at Daniel Baldwin. Look, yeah, Bill, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> look at, uh, there's uh, Emilio Estevez. <laughs> and then what's his name? We'll be like, uh, do you have any uh, Alec Baldwin on your uh, Alec Baldwin tour here? <laughs> so we've pushed Alec Baldwin into a compound, guys, which I know sounds like a good time. Living on a compound alone does not sound fun. Sounds terrible. Does Mr. Burns look like he's having a good time no. up there? <laughs> oh, there it is. And this Baldwin's is a New York up. guy, man. He's going to be stuck in his big house in L.A. He's behind gonna... Gates. It's so sad that we're pushing this man to die alone on a toilet like Elvis. <laughs> the, the farther you push people away, man, and a lot of celebrities are going to do this. A lot of celebrities are going to do this, man. If we just let these people walk around a little bit, man, we might be able to hang out with them. <laughs> Seriously. This is so inspiring. This is great. <laughs> this is Alec Baldwin. This is I'm picturing Alec Baldwin with wings <laughs> flying around. What was that island in the movie called? You know what I'm talking about, though. Picture Alec Baldwin flying to get his mail. <laughs> Alone, he's loving life. There's no cameraman to get in his face and push him around. He's doing what he wants to do, guys. Eating breakfast. It's beautiful. Just picture him, man, getting up, putting his slippers on. Alone. Unfettered. The way it should be for all of us. Leave him alone, guys. He's a good person, all right? Thank you very much for listening. My name's Nathan McIntosh. I'm John Fatigate. We've got Twitters and stuff. Check out uh, Stand Up New York Labs. Check it out, StandUpNYLabs.com. Website, NathanMcIntosh.com, and Twitter is the same. What a beautiful song this is. Great song. Is this Elfman? (sighs) Yeah. No, this is John Williams, bro. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. This is John Williams. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you very much.